Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. And now on Blog Talk Radio, you're listening to Wine Talk with Stu the Wine Guru. Wine Talk for today, Wednesday, April 4th, 2012. It's 11 p.m. Eastern, and I'm your host, Stu the Wine Guru, coming to you live from beautiful Coral Springs, Florida, as I always do. As you know, I'll take your calls anytime during the show at 46-381-4860, or email me your questions to info at You can also go into my chat room here on the show page and chat with other wine enthusiasts, or tweet me in like to at Stu the Wine Guru on Twitter, and I'll read them live on the show. I want to say thanks to all the listeners globally for getting the word out about the show. Welcome to all of you listening worldwide. I call that the power of the people meets the power of the Internet. Now, if you want to find out more about me, just Google Stu the Wine Guru. You can find uh, videos and magazines and TV shows I'm currently a part of. Speaking of articles and reviews, I'm writing wine articles and reviews. Who? And and current um, wine expert, if you will, for Mode Lifestyles magazine. Also, watch me uh, on wine on Mode TV. Uh, that's going to be on Fox Business Network and Ion Network. All my wines are now available on any. So just download the Hello Vino app. And you take my wine reviews with you anywhere you go. Of course, the number to call in, 1-646-381-4860. Or if you're shy and you prefer the computer, email me your questions to info at studentwineguru.com. You can tweet me your questions to info. You tweet your questions at studentwineguru on Twitter, and I'll read them live here on the show. Quick note. I attended the 40th anniversary party of Jordan Winery at the Soho Beach House in South Beach. And I met John Jordan, um, who was my guest a few weeks back, if you remember. I had a great time with him on the show. And uh, I had a great time meeting him at the party. It was a rooftop party at the Beach House. I believe it was the South Rain Hotel. Um, They had incredible food. Um, a paella that was just outstanding, a uh, ceviche that was amazing, uh, and the desserts were fantastic as well. I put a YouTube video together that I had taken from my iPad while I was there. So if you go to YouTube right now and you put in Stu the Wine Guru, 
uh, you should find the Jordan 40th. Uh, and you can watch a few moments of it. I really did just basically a, a few moments. I wanted you to get a feel for it. It was just there. I arrived at about, so it was right before the sun was going to go down. Um, it was still light out. And I took kind of like a panoramic view of the, uh, of the party before it really took off. I got there about 7.30, started about 7, went until about 10 o'clock. I was there for a couple of hours. Um, met a lot of nice people. I want to shout out to Lisa Matson, who's uh, his assistant, John Jordan's assistant, and um, the rest of the crew there uh, from the hotel. Very, very nice. Uh, everyone was, uh, you know, very uh, cordial and professional. And uh, the people that I met were just really super nice. Um, so, having said that, um, the other thing that was great about it was. Uh, I got to sample some of the different vintages. And I have to tell you, I had the 79, the 01, and the 08 vintages of the cab. And that 79 was like silk. Absolutely, positively, unabashedly, unbelievably amazing. And it was poured out of an Imperial. Um, so if you're familiar with that size, it's a six liter bottle. They had a dude about 6'4", who was uh, pouring it, and uh, wow, really, really tasty. Um, and John's a very great, really cool guy, I have to say. I mean, uh, the way the party was put together, um, and, and the people from the trade and from different places that had uh, come. He had an art competition, which I think we mentioned on the show. He had a variety of different things that are going on during the year in celebration of both the winery and, of course, his 40th. He was born in the same day. And uh, the wine that he produces and, of course, uh, the winery and vineyard. So um, if they're coming to a town near you, I highly suggest um, that you go to any celebrations that you're able to get to. I also suggest if you get out to California and get a chance to go to the Jordan Winery, and vineyard, you do it, um, and uh, any chance to um, is uh, is always a great opportunity. So, um, thank you, John Jordan. Thank you, Lisa Matz. Thank you, uh, Jordan Winery Vineyard. Uh, um, so, what I'm going to do tonight? I'm going to school as I've done before, and. Uh, I heard it through the grapevine industry. Okay, this issue. Take my east as well. You can see if we have anything from Twitter that uh, a question there too. So uh, just stay tuned as we do this. And. Um, I'm going to uh, check and see what, what's going on.
So uh, let's get to the Heard It Through the Grapevine Industry Update. This article is from the latest issue of Wine Spectator. It's called Americans Love French Wine. It's posted by Suzanne uh, Mustakic on April 2nd. Uh, and here's basically what it says. French's wine industry is enjoying record sales. And while Chinese consumers are buying Bordeaux, U.S. consumers are buying everything. The U.S. imported $2.3 billion worth of wine and spirits last year, according to France's Federation of Wine and Spirits Exporters, FEBS. Closer to home, 10 of France's traditional European clients bought a combined $5.4 billion. Now, that's a modest 3% growth, and the European financial crisis has industry members worried. The volume of exports to Germany and the United Kingdom are down 13%, and 38% respectively, compared to a decade ago. Which is why the French are naturally relieved to see 29% growth and $3.3 billion in sales from five key Asian nations, China, Hong Kong, Japan, Singapore, and Taiwan, with China leading the way. But the Chinese rarely shop beyond the sellers of Cognac and Bordeaux. Those two regions account for a whopping 80% of the value of exports to China. That helped make those what differentiates the Chinese and American markets and the variety. What we see is that all the products are present in the U.S. market, said uh, Benoit Sten, a spokesman for FEVS. We were really worried about America, and there has been a real strategy, a real determination by Burgundy, Bordeaux, Champagne, Cognac, and the other regions to reconquer America. This is good news for American consumers because when the French say that they want to reconquer America, they mean getting their products onto wine lists and store shelves, bringing even more choices to consumers. The data has convinced the French that American consumers are more daring than they thought. There is a definitely, there's definitely a growing sophistication in the American market, said Chris Adams, CEO of Sherry Lehman who observed that both he and importers actively scour France for new wines. Americans are looking for discoveries, he said. Some of those 
discoveries were born economic necessity during the recession, but have turned into lucrative products like the d- demand for Cremant uh, sparkling wines from Alsace, Burgundy, and Limoux. Cremant grew significantly during the downturn, and what's really interesting is that it has held its gain even though champagne sales are very robust, said Adams. There seems to be a lot of young sommeliers and buyers who are interested in esoteric wines that are good values, said uh, Anne Ricom, winemaker for the Languedoc Domaine Lacroix-Gratois. In contrast, there appears to be little or no market for Cremant in China. Even the champagne trade remains relatively minuscule. Last year, the Chinese bought $13.7 million worth of champagne, $12.5 million of Burgundy, $13.3 million of Rhone wines, and $3 million of Loire wines. In America, champagne sells to 18% to, 4.4, uh, excuse me, to $448 million, while Rhone sales grew 30% to $86.4 million, and Loire wines rose 70% to $50 million. Burgundy is doing particularly well, with sales increasing 33% into $182 million. We are so excited about the Burgundy 2009. It's the biggest position we've taken on Burgundy in our history, said Adams. Alsace is also within the U.S. Pinot Gris, Grand Cru, Whites, and Reds enjoy double-digit growth. Even somewhat obscure appellations like uh, Grisonle-Adenar uh, in the Drome have found fans in America. So my take on this is that it's great to see that the U.S. is buying French wines with enthusiasm and that the Chinese have slowed down in buying up all the French wines. And it seems as if they've grown a little bored in that scenario. So uh, they're looking. Um, I'm very happy to see that's the situation because um, it was getting a little, very scarce as to Bordeaux and very scarce to specific wine regions within the shelves of American stores and retailers. I'm working on my schedule to accommodate all local in-home wine tastings that you have mailed me your request for. Um, so just keep, uh, you know, keep emailing me and keep your interest going because uh, I'm setting up as we go, uh, weekend to weekend, and uh, all local uh, in-home will happen as expected. I'll take some emails. So first from Sam for you, 1982 from Berlin, Germany. To Stu, what do you hear about the 2010 Napa cabs? Thank you, Stu. Uh, well, thank you for your question. Um, Sam, for you, 1982, from Berlin, Germany. And I spoke to Monday night at his party. His exact words, if you think that the 2007 Cabernet's are fantastic, you have the winemakers over at Jordan. I've also heard from all uh, many Napa Cab winemakers that uh, they're some of the best they've had of the decade. So get out there in uh, droves, and when it's ready, pick up your 2010s as soon as they're ready. Next, Luan Chi Chen from Hong Kong, China, and it says, very good show, Stu. Which do you think makes a better Sauvignon Blanc? California or New Zealand? Well, I have to be honest. Uh, each has its own characteristics that make it fantastic. I tend to find that the cab, excuse me, the Sauvignon Blancs from New Zealand tend to have that gooseberry um, bouquet or nose on it. 
and citrus um, and some tropical notes. And I find that the um, you get a little bit more lemon on the uh, California, and they tend to be a little sweeter or uh, more fruit forward on their finishes. So um, it depends on what you like and depends on what you get. So that's my uh, story on that one. Uh, let's see. Next one is from Captain Vino from Walla Walla, Washington. And it says, Stu, I love your show. Any chance you'll be getting guests from other walks of life that enjoy wine, like sports or art? Very good, interesting question. Um, I am reaching out to golfers. Um, I'm reaching out to uh, people like David Frost. I'm reaching out to uh, race car drivers like Jeff Gordon and Mario Andretti. Um, I'm reaching out to a variety of different people, um, different walks of the entertainment industry in hope that I'll keep checking out the website and you'll see as I updated this list as to who will be joining me and uh, the list is going to get pretty interesting uh, very soon and very quick. You just keep watching and t- checking it out, and you'll see um, that a lot of people are going to be on. Uh, here, Chris. I'm looking at some of the emails that we've got here. And let's see. Um, Mike, uh, anything wine uh, uh, that uh, send it and let's see what Mike has to say as a result of that. What's going on? Uh, I should, should be shooting soon. Uh, the mode TV uh, segment happens. That'll be posted on my website. Uh, essentially, what I'm looking to do is content-wise, hopefully have a half an hour. That will be where I I'm going to travel to different places and um, about one food uh, interviews with people that I'm looking to have on the show. Uh, in the future. Could be some people that ever in some will be had you know uh, on the show, some will be people that I've written about, some will be people that uh, I've talked to um, in the past, maybe not on the show, but have met before in my travels. So it's going to be a combination thereof, uh, and uh, I'm really looking to it's very easy to accomplish this. Um, I'm trying to make it on all different mediums, and uh, so this is going to be very, very interesting, and you're going to take the ride with me and uh, see it as it blossoms. So it's good stuff, real good stuff. Uh, What else is going on? Let's see. Um. Let's see what else we've got going here. I'm looking at some of the 
tweets. Got some interesting tweets here. Let's see, Mike Cavanaugh. And just so you know, Mike Cavanaugh um, does blogs and writes reviews. Um, I'm going to give you a little bit of uh, freelance wine, food, travel, bio writer in search of interesting stories. This is his bio, by the way, on Twitter. Memorable locales and delicious food and drink. Uh, I'm going to give you his um, uh, website as well. It's uh, www.donanza.com forward slash. <laughs> that I had, and they were the first or second sponsors I had out of South Africa, and they make pretty incredible um, Sauvignon Blanc. In fact, I was the uh, first person in the U.S. Uh, to actually try um, Seven Springs um, Sauvignon Blanc, and it was uh, really, really good. In that. And, and since that time frame, um, I've been saying they're the people to watch uh, on your show very, very soon. Uh, they will be there next to the Kim Crawfords. They will be there next to, uh, you know, the, as far as, um, you know, the Nobilo and the, um, the New Harbor and Brancott. You'll see those as an outstanding value as uh, some of your blocks go. Because South, South Africa makes some amazing ones. So that's kind of how I came across um, him. And we'll see in a second. Um, so I'm just going to see if we have anything, if Mike is interested in, uh, in the interim, uh, what I do want to go over was that, uh, I wrote my first article, which I'm waiting for to come out in mode. Uh, and that is going to be about all about wine, uh, where, where it's being produced and why. Essentially, that's what it's all about. So it's a little bit of a hit. It's not going too in-depth, um, but more so, you know, how we're doing, kind of apropos to the article that I just talked about out of um, out of Wine Spectator. Um, and uh, it kind of goes hand-in-hand in, hand in that it talks about the fresh and it talks about where Europe is as producers, where we are as consumers. Uh, so it's got a lot of good information, solid information about it. And it's very encouraging. It also talks about the 20-somethings or the millennials who are really, as I said, if you listen to the show over and over again, they are ones that are going to help, um, you know, push the envelope as far as how one is marketed through social media, and of the other mediums that will happen over the next 20 years. Um, so, that, you know, someone who's first turning 21 now um, over the next 20 years, believe me, wine will take in every shape and form that it can being in a glass. Um, and how it's marketed to us will definitely be, um, it'll be worthwhile. 
to watch how it unfolds. But they will definitely, uh, the millennials will definitely be, um, be the driving force. That's kind of what I was uh, talking about in the article. And I'm looking forward to it. That's coming out very shortly, the next issue. Um, in addition, I mentioned TV-wise, uh, we're going to be shooting in June, uh, putting that together. And a lot of really cool going to be happening over the next six months. I can't really go anything right and really cool place to be. Uh, and you'll be able to see me uh, and uh, hang out with me and do wine things. So not going to be much Things change, and I, I get things, uh, uh, all the information, but I'm just telling you it's going to be pretty amazing. Um, let's see what else going on. And, um, well, let's just check if we got anything here. Mm, not much in the way of um, messages. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess Mike's doing some other stuff, so no problem. Mike, I thought I was going to give you a little uh, um, coverage here, and we can go back and forth, but I guess at this moment, I'm just going to say, uh, um, only a few minutes left. Thought I'd give you some coverage. show. Um, if you want to find out more about me, just Google Stu the Wine Guru. Uh, you can find, of course, all the events that I'm doing, things that are coming, appearances. Of course, as I mentioned to you about the uh, in-home wine tastings that I'm doing locally, um, just keep emailing me. I've had some people that have emailed me from other states. I need to let you know right now. Um, if you are able to work out the logistics, uh, I'll be happy to work it out to come to another state where you are and perform one for a special location. Email me at info at for that information and rates and all that other good stuff. Uh, about foodies, uh, now is national, so it's on um, any of the nonstop channels, cable for NBC, uh, Miami nonstop, New York nonstop, San Francisco, L.A., Chicago, Philadelphia, Dallas, just to name a few. So if you have a nonstop channel, um, it's on there. You can watch it. Um, that's pretty much it. I had a great show tonight. I'm glad I got all the information out that I need to get out. I'm glad I got some emails. That was kind of fun. And, uh, you know, sometimes you get some more tweets. Sometimes you don't. No biggie. Uh, Mike Cavanaugh, 79. Maybe next time, not a problem. Always trying to help out a fellow writer and blogger. Um, 
And that's it, guys. So, as I always say, if it's time for the wine, it's time for Steve the Wine Guru. Drink up. Right? And good wine. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.